there is a smell of a rutting bull that you will never get out of your nose. They're in the rut, man. They get locked in. We got a scent of something and we thought we had heard something actually also. So I'm going to because I said, no, Steve, we need to get closer. He's like, I'm going to kill you, Ralph. Great footage. Vicky's filming. You know what I mean? And so we kept getting closer and closer. And he was pissed. Moon was right. Everything yeah, was everything right. Everything was right. They wanted trip. they wanted to die close. And it was not at us because he was so pissed. The bull was. Oh, so. yes. Well, welcome to the Hoyt Bowhunting Podcast. Evan Williams and I today have the pleasure of talking with Ralph and Vicky. How you guys doing? We're hey, doing good, guys. How are you? We're doing great. Excited to be talking to y'all. Enjoying a green spring. Yeah. Yes. Oh, buddy. Oh, my gosh. The amount of rain we're getting here is crazy. Yep. Yeah. Good for the wildlife. Came from a deep snow winter into a wet spring. Yeah, but it's good for the game. It really is. We've got forage everywhere. I mean, yeah, everybody's food plots are rocking. I'm just, you, you name it. it. It's all good. The only thing we're hearing a lot of, and that is, you know, guys are, are seeing a lot of turkey nests getting wiped out with the rain. Yeah. So that oh, kind of stinks. Yeah. Yeah. And I know there's been some deer die off. Yeah. Some mule deer die off in some areas too. That's a bummer. But these things cycle, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You guys, are you guys hunting right now? No, actually turkey season just ended a couple of days ago. Ralph, RJ and I each shot at our Merriam's here at home in Colorado. Um, Aubrey tried. She tried yep. very hard. She hunted to the very last minute and she just, it got too late and they just didn't want to cooperate anymore. We would see them right. randomly. They'd show up on a trail camera somewhere and, you know, then the next day they'd go set up and get ready for it with her Hoyt and it just, it never happened. She never put pressure to the string, but it was still <laughs> worth it. <laughs> Anytime you're in the woods. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. That's right. And for her as a new hunter, you know, each experience is incredible. So now she's she's understanding what what so many need to understand. And that is you just don't walk out and shoot something every right. single time. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. is, is this her second season? Yes. Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. So actually she shot, she shot a Mary, a Jake last year with her bow. Yep. Her goal was to get a, a turkey with her bow before RJ ever shot a turkey with his bow. And she succeeded in that. So RJ got there his first go. turkey with his bow this spring and she didn't get one, but she still has that over him. So it's good. <laughs> <laughs> nice. she, they'll never take nice. that away. No, no she'll oh, never no. take that away. Never. <laughs> she'll right. never let him live it no. down. Trust me. Yeah. She's learning from this one on my, you know. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> chip off hey, the old block. Oh. Yeah. 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 Right. yeah. Who's got the bigger whitetail? Vicky? Oh, why did you have to even go there? Because Mule Deer is king and we know who has that one in the house. Yeah, buddy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Whatever. Way to flip I rest around. my case. <laughs> <laughs> so, you guys, are you guys in between hunts then? Where, where are you heading next? Well, we, we were going to go to Alberta, but, but unfortunately, you know, a lot of them are getting slammed with these, these massive fires. So our camp, the camp that we were going You're to talking was spring bear. Yeah. Yep. Spring bear. Yeah. So yeah. that, you know, we were, we, we missed that, but we're heading to North Saskatchewan here in next, well, in a week and a half, a week it's and a half. pretty late season, but it's way far up North in Saskatchewan. Yep. Yeah. And you're leaving yeah. when? What's that? You're leaving next week. Yeah, I'm actually yeah. going to Saskatchewan too. I leave tomorrow. Yeah. Driving up. Good, nice. Oh, tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Well, good luck. Yeah, yeah. Get off the phone and get packed. <laughs> I know. I do have to I, pack this afternoon. I, I, yeah. I, I wouldn't let him get off the phone. I had to. I had to use as much time as I could before he got out of here. Because <laughs> <laughs> you actually said to set this up, you said, "Hey, well, Alan has the morning, so it's a good thing I said. Well, no, we can't do it to the afternoon. <laughs> That's, yeah, because I because I already took his afternoon too. Oh, so God. I'm curious about how far north are you guys going? Cause that's, I'm going like halfway up, but the roads kind of end at some point there. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. No, we're flying float planes. Once we get to Saskatoon, it's really? to, I think it's Stony river or Stony Lake or something. And then we take another 25 minute float plane to the lake that we're going to. And I want to say, I think we're like 90 miles South of the Northwest territories. So I mean, oh, like, is that right. That's incredible. So well, pure tundra, like, like, oh yeah, yes. caribou tundra. Yeah. yeah, no, no tree stands. You know, actually, yeah. it's going to be <laughs> no trees. No, no trees. Just sitting yeah. in a, you know, trying to make a makeshift blind, and 
sit there. Um, and really, again, you know, we're, we're hunting bears that truly have not been disturbed. Uh, I mean, yeah, and they, they don't know what a human is. So because of ice, or, or is there, are you going to run baits up there that no, far? They're running, they're running baits they're running on, baits. on a lake. So, okay. so what, what it is, is you film you, you, or we'll be fishing a lot, checking the baits with binos, you, you know what I mean? And seeing yep, if anything yep. and, and boom, if something happens, then we're making the move. I mean, we oh, could be cool. spotting and stalking towards the bait site, you know, yeah. sure, but, and I mean, the big thing is, is just like we used to have in Northern Manitoba right. is these bears have a major age structure, big, you know, right. they're just old. Yeah, because there's yeah. there's nothing up there. So uh, yeah. and then add the last three years of knowing, you know, really being traveling, going up to Canada and everything else like that. So they've even got even more years on it. Yeah. I got to take the mask off. <laughs> <Stop. laughs> yeah. You're done wearing masks. masks on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I'll be honest. I was never into it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Although I did get this this uh, Kuyu mask for, you know, is like a covid mask. But now I wear it sometimes in my stand. Oh, it works, yeah, it works pretty well, you know, cover you your go. face. That would work. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, well, right on. So, um, you know, one of the things that, that I always think of when I think of you guys is this, this clip that I saw of Vicky killing this giant bull moose. Like, and it was like, it's this incredible clip. It's one of those clips that you see, you see, you know, clips all the time on Instagram or whatever, but it's one of those I've always remembered. And uh, anyway, I, I brought it up this morning and, and we, you know, I, I didn't realize um, anyway, Evan and I were talking about that clip and, and I thought maybe it had happened again, but, but it was that same clip that we were, we were talking about the same one. So that was just like one of those epic, epic moments. And I, I would love like Evan, why don't we, we were talking about maybe diving into that and hearing more of the story behind that clip. I think a lot of people have seen it. If you haven't seen it, where can people see this clip? Cause it's insane. We, we can't oh, do yeah. justice talking about it. Well, it, it's on our YouTube channel, which is at Ralph and Vicky, and you can find us right through there. It's been on there. I'm sure if you go dig through our uh, Instagram and our, in our Facebook pages, which is still Ralph and Vicky, it's got to be in there in a video somewhere because that clip is just crazy insane. And I mean, to have, to have a bull moose at five feet, I mean, it's like two arrow lengths, you know, I mean, it's not, it was close. It oh was really God. close. Yeah. yeah. It was insane. It was up Rough. in the Yukon. So, I mean, it was, it was a blast. I mean, we went up there and I, I want to say, were you tagged out already or was I hunting first? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, probably you were hunting first. I was hunting first or you were you tagged out? You always hunt first. That's because you're a gentleman and you let me. He's smart. Yep. Yeah, he's smart. He's smart. So yeah, no. So where we were, were you guys in the Yukon? Um, what area were you in? We were up in. Um, we were up. What, where would you say we, we were? By, we were by the Mac on that. Yeah, one. we were on uh, like McMillan River. Yeah, yeah, yeah. McMillan yeah. River. We were on yeah. the K K River system. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, McMillan River. I mean, those guys. I think they literally kill forty moose a year out of that area. Oh yeah. 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 It's, wow. it's an insane moose area. For yeah, sure. It is. Yeah. It's it's crazy. That's so so how did the hunt go? Were you guys hunting on horseback or oh no, no, we're not doing horseback. No. No? No, no, no. We were river <laughs> okay. hunting. So we had we were always up on the map. So we were always by the river, or else we were on um Tay Lake, right? But this hunt was actually on the, on river. the river. It was on the map, it was on the McMillan. Yep. And um, I wanna say it was a couple of days into the trip. Yep. And we were always up there in the middle of September, you know, and the moose are always running in September. And we had been up there a few times before this hunt, this trip. And, uh, and we've always had success up there. I mean, it, it's a crazy thing to go and until the wolves. Right, yeah. yeah. But it's a crazy yeah. thing to get up there and, and have these encounters with these moose. And I mean, after the first year of going up there, the second year we realized that when you're on a river hunt, you can actually smell a bull or whether it's a rut pit or something, you can tell like as you're going slowly up or down the river, you can actually get a whiff of something. You figure out which way the wind's going and well, you, going yeah, after them. you come about, you come around those oxbows and mm -hmm. if the wind's in your favor, boy, all of a sudden you hit it. Next thing you know is, you know, you're trying to figure out how to be as quiet as possible, hit that shoreline slowly as quiet, you know, get in there, get everything settled. And then what normally we would do is, you know, we'll either, either I'll hit a bull grunt, you, you know what I mean? Or, or if it's a bigger oxbow that we are familiar with, maybe we'll even just, you know, bellow a little bit and mm -hmm. just try to get a response and keep that wind in your favor. 
And, yeah. you know, multiple times we've done it. Oh yeah. I mean, through the years, a bunch, um, you know, and again, it's trying, trying for the bull hunt, trying to get them as close as possible because moose God, God granted us a phenomenal animal to bow hunt. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and right. you, yeah. you, you guys know this, you, you know, know, you keep your scent, you keep every wind in your favor. And I mean, it's amazing. And then yeah. when they, if they're in the rut, man, they get locked in, I think more so than any, any other animal yeah. that, you know, that we hunt because their eyes roll in the back of their head. Literally they roll in the back of their head. Literally. It's literally. Yeah. And yeah. We call it like zombie mode. Cause once you yeah. get them in mode and they start coming and they start rolling Ugh. their eyes and they're, they just rolling your heads back and forth and stuff like that. So as long cool. as they don't wind you, you're good. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and you know, yeah. with what they're going to do is they're going to come close and he's going to posture with his antlers because that's his first to show his competition. Hey, look at my headgear. And if nothing happens, he turns broadside to show the length and the, the size of his body. And, then and when he does him. that, Hey, yeah. that's when Easton's going home, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys would, you would like motor up the river and yep. then yep. silently float down. Yes. And, and sometimes you may hear, and I love this, the ultimate predator. You're, you're saying you'll actually smell them. Yes. Oh, you will yeah, smell absolutely. them. Oh yeah. And you'll know like, Hey, we should get out and call here because I, you know, I smell a bull in this area. Like that's, yeah. that's pretty cool. That's pretty it's, cool. There is a smell of a running bull that you will never get out of your nose. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm sure you guys get this. I mean, like if you elk hunt, you know what I mean. Yeah. Come yeah. down one side of a fresh wallow. You know what I mean? And yeah. all of a sudden yeah. you're right. on the you lower spectrum of the mountain it. and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, next thing you know, now you're doing that little checker going back and forth, hiking yeah. up, trying. Yeah. And next thing you know is, you know, you find a fresh wallow and the next you're sitting there going, yeah. oh, I'm sitting here till dark. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, so it's the same thing. It's just keeping all your senses wide open yeah. is always going to pay big dividends. Yeah. And and on this bull that we're talking about, that's basically what had happened. Yeah. We were going and we got a scent of something and we thought we had heard something actually also. So we had gotten off. We had quietly put the boat up to the shoreline. And sometimes there's sand where it's really nice and quiet. And sometimes there's a lot of rocks, you know, and there's a big thing for Vicky. I mean, that that's a great tip for anybody, you know, whether you're in a canoe, kayak, whether, you know, in a boat, if you're hunting a river system or even a lake and you get that sense of something's over there, when you try to beach that, whatever, you know, boat, boat craft you're using, yeah. we normally would lift up the bow and put it on the shore, rope it off. So there's no, no aluminum, no noise, no different noise. Just like how we want our bow set up. You don't want any pinging or anything. And as quiet as possible, you move in and, and, you know, and try to present it. And that's what we did. Yeah. And I mean, and that's the thing is, so we went in there and we actually had Steve with us. Yep. He was, Steve was the, he, he's he, the, uh, he still might be the head of the Southern division of El, Alberto fishing um, game. Fish and game. Okay. Steve Frost, so, and, and, super guy. And, and was he was guiding or, or filming? He was, he was guiding. guiding. He was guiding. So Ralph okay. Was filming. Gotcha. I was hunt. Yeah. Ralph is filming. I'm hunting, and Steve was guiding because in the U.S. Yeah. you have a guide. Yeah. Because so Ralph's already tagged out, right? We yeah. To be honest, okay. probably not. Probably not. You know, Evelyn, I was letting her hunt first. So <laughs> the gentleman that I am. Whatever, you know, <laughs> sure, whatever. But anyways, so this was the first year that Steve was actually guiding up in the Yukon also. So he had, he was kind of, I think this was probably. Well, Don wanted him to go with us because we, we had we've you done know, it a lot of experience, experience up there and he really hadn't. And so, yeah, we were sort of, you know, guiding him and, and trying to help him understand what you need to do for bow hunting. And you know what? Honestly, yeah. I know you right. were tech out because after I got mine and then I was going with him, him and we had his bull that year, he pushed that bull and he got to about 12 feet from us and it, blew, 12 yards. it blew, yeah, 12 yards from us and it blew snot at us because he was so pissed. The bull was. Oh, so. yes. Oh. Steve yeah, looked no. at me, he goes, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to, cause I said, no, Steve, we need to get closer. He's like, I'm going to kill you, Ralph. I said, just shut up. This is fun. And we got the paddle and we're walking in, you, you know yeah. what I mean? And, oh, oh, and this bull was above us and he stood his ground and we, I said, let's just get let's, great footage. Vicky's filming. You know what I mean? And so we kept getting closer and closer and he was pissed. The bull was he, pissed. He, yeah. he was barking at us, not, 
a sound of alarm, but as of aggression. And Steve Link keeps turning over. He goes, I'm enough. We can't use that word, but you know, I'm going <laughs> to kill you. If this, you know, I said, listen, this is just great stuff. And we kept pushing and yeah, we made it happen. But this, but is my, this is my hunt, not I, your hunt. All right. I'm, I'm Could done. you stop? But hey, that's a, <laughs> an amazing story. Like, you know, anytime you're getting that close, like it's easy to watch on video and, but oh, yeah. when you're there, like I, I once had a caribou was about to step on me. Oh and, yeah. And, and I, and I honestly, right before he stepped on me, I intentionally moved. So he wouldn't because I, I kind of yeah. chickened out. I'm like, I don't want this bull to step on me. So I kind of moved a yep. little bit and he, and he ran off and I'm like, I totally wimped out there. But it's like when you're that close to a giant animal, like, you, you know, I mean, there is reaction. Yeah. I mean, it, it is. It's total reaction. I'm feeling yeah. him at when he, he and Steve are making this bowl all mad. I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, what is the heck? And I'm just filming it and filming it. And you end up getting a shot on him. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, he ended up killing that bowl. But yeah, we that that trip, we got close. Yeah, that was everything. That was a crazy trip. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah. So just moon was right. Everything yeah, was everything right. Everything was right. They, wanted, they wanted to die close. And that's what I'm we saying, did. Yeah. So, two two yeah. bowls and less than 20 yards total. For both yes. of them. Yeah. 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 It, it, it was a crazy, it was a crazy trip, but yeah. So we had gotten off of the boat and we, yep. we, we beached the boat up and we went in and the way it, it was weird because the way the oxbow went on that hunt on my hunt and we were trying to figure it out. And they're like, well, we don't want to go in too far. Cause we don't, we can smell it, but we can't tell where he's at. And then I think we saw some major game trails or something and some fresh tracks. We, we took the game trail that normally any, any waterway runs along the water. Right. We got in there and right when we got in, we heard him grunt. Remember? That's, yeah. And what we so, did, we didn't want him to circle. Right. The, so we hurried up and, and we can see where the game trail's at. So we got kind of stepped backwards. So we had the river behind us with a little bit of a beach and we're sitting here, we're standing here and the game trail was actually about 15, 20 yards in front of us. And mm -hmm. the wind was okay unless he went behind us. And that was going to be the issue. And we heard him grunting from over on the left and he's, and we start seeing movement and we hear him grunting closer. And all of a sudden it looked like he was going to go behind us and we're going, Oh, this isn't going to be good. So Ralph looked over at Steve and he, he told him, he's like, go, go further to the left and grunt so that he comes in front of us instead yeah, of behind us, like pull him in front of us. So Steve went to go do that, but he, he, he like tripped, he stepped on the branch and he cracked it. Well, that got that moose's attention where he didn't go on that. He didn't go behind us and he didn't go on that trail in front of us at 15 yards. All of a sudden I'm standing next right to a pine to tree. That's about maybe 12 inches in diameter. And he just starts coming underneath the pine tree and starts lowering his, his rack down and going underneath the pine tree to where as soon as he went down, I drew back. And so you're under the same pine tree. As, yes. As yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm in my head, all these things are going through my head. Like, okay, if he's this close, you shoot, you jump behind the tree. You make sure that he's not going to hit you in the head. You make sure he's not going to spin because Take sometimes one for like, the team. Exactly. <laughs> so you're, you're got thinking the camera. all these scenarios where you get footage. plastered. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, all these, you got your white bow. You just stick it in the yeah. front. It'll stop that bull. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You're talking about a Yukon bull moose, you know, and all these things are going through my head in a matter of seconds. Cause that's all it took. He comes underneath that, those tree branches and I'm full draw and he stops right in front of us at like five feet and he just stops perfectly broadside. And in my head, you could tell he's like, Oh, I shouldn't be here. You know what I mean? Like that whole sixth sense. I'm pretty sure he was like, Oh crap. And as he's thinking, I mean, everything happens so fast. Like all my sights, all my pins are like yeah. on his chest. Cause okay. And I just released it right behind his front shoulder and he took it and he ran away thankfully, but he didn't go 60 yards. No, no. He didn't go 60 yards on it. My arrow. I mean, it just, it did everything it needed to I, as soon as I shot, I don't know if he would have spun at me. I don't know if I could have moved anyways, because the adrenaline and the whole yeah. scenario, it was crazy. And Ralph looks at me and starts filming. And I mean, I lost it. I can't even. And then Steve was like, holy crap, what the yeah. hell? And I'm like, well, what am I going to do? Like at this point, it's almost self-defense. Like I have to shoot this bull, but I was going to anyway. But yeah. <laughs> That's it was incredible. awesome. It's, you know, right. it's, it's what we all live for, for a bow hunting situation. Yeah. I mean, you know, to have a massive animal like that 
at five feet and, and you don't realize it, but, but you know, th- th- that, that whole hunt has been viewed millions of times, Yeah. but watch it a few times and watch when the bull, you can see in his eyes. Yeah. Like, Oh crap. Boom. Like I'm full draw. I'm totally full draw anchored in everything as he comes out and he just stops perfectly. And you just see his eyes get big. Like before I ever released, all of a sudden he was like, I shouldn't be here. And no, he shouldn't. Incredible. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think he realized there was a little Italian grizzly with a camera right there. And he knew he was gonna <laughs> So your it, pins are like. You know, there's a 20, 24 inch set of lungs sitting there and you're, yeah. did you even really think about aiming? I no. mean, no, like no, cause I'll you. I mean, it, it all happened so quickly, you know, and then Ralph afterwards, he was like, well, good thing you didn't miss. And I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, can you imagine? Like I would it's, never love that. It's like, here's, here's it's like paper thing. tuning. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. like, <laughs> yeah. It was like, seriously, it's like two of my arrows. Like it just, boom, yeah. boom. Five, not five yards, five feet. Like if she had six pins, she had a 20 to a 50 or 60 yard pin. And she would, you know, someone would go, well, what, what do you hold? Just say, just put them all on him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just and release. Yeah. And I mean, touch that's, touch yeah. him with your finger on your, on your it's bow. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm telling you, it was, it was awesome. I mean, it was just, it's, it's just, man, that, yeah. that's what bow hunting's all about. Yeah. It's about getting close. I mean, it sometimes is. you feel yeah. like you're too close, but when you can pull it off. Yes. You know, that's, yeah. yeah. It's incredible. You know, it, I mean, it was. So, so once you got him down, yes. How many days until Ralph, you got on yours? Cause it was the same trip. So two bowls, it was sub 15 yards, not 20 sub 15. Right. Yeah. Right. And um, it, was probably, it was probably three or four days. It might've because- been a couple of days. But, but uh, yeah, I mean, we had the rest of that day because that was in the morning. Yeah. We had the rest of that day to get him out and back to the river. So, and you know, Al, as you guys know, you know, after, after you do a few and, and we've, we've all been there and been blessed to do it is you sort of get quicker. And when yeah. you're in grizzly country, you really get really quick. Get quick. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. In well, with, you know, you with, all of that meat out. So. Yeah. And the horns, you, you, or I like should say the antlers yeah. and the cape are the last, the last thing, thing that goes out. You know, but but what's really awesome is, you know, we, we are hunting a river system, whether you're hunting a lake or a river, you know, water system where, you know, it, your path out is not as drastic. It's not miles yeah, you, in the mountains. So, so you normally, you, you know, you, you can whether it's a few hundred yards to a mile away, you, you by the time you get back, you, you know, you've created a lot of commotion, you know, in there that mm-hmm. hopefully keeps those grizzes away. Yeah. Well, you know, until you walk up to a moose on the ground, like it's, it's hard to describe to somebody how big they are. And, you know, nearly every time I've killed a moose or guided for a moose and I walk up, you think, what did I do? Yeah. This is like, this is going to be so much work. And people talk about tough packouts and all of that. It's honestly not realistic with a moose to kill a moose, like five miles in it, it literally no, is no. not realistic. <laughs> yeah. It'll kill I you. Mean, oh, a, yeah. <laughs> a pack out of like 500 yards. You feel like, I mean, I, I can, like, I'm not a huge guy, you know, 165, 70 pounds, but a, a, a full moose quarter rear quarter, 500 yards. Like it feels like it's going to break you. Like it, oh, it they're, does. Full, yeah. yeah. They're well, and then, and incredibly then, heavy. And then Al, I mean, you got a decent stride. Imagine Ralph. He's got to take three steps to every one of yours. What? <laughs> I'm like a little chop, 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 chop. But, but in, here's the in thing. In some areas, yeah. you can't even debone the quarters. In Alaska, for example, you, right. can't, yeah, you can't even debone a quarter. Which is right. nuts. It's which crazy. is totally crazy. To me, they're saying, I like, I, this is the argument I'd make to Game and Fish is, so are you saying that you should, you don't want women guiding? Right. I don't know, you know, if a 130 pound woman can carry a rear moose quarter in in normal, you know, no, you're right. Different, different thing, but they're heavy and they're big. Yeah, they are. And then actually one of the things that we've always done as well as we've always marked wherever our animal lays is we always take photos to show that we took everything out, including yep. the rib meat yeah. and the whole yeah. night. There's a really good tip for anybody you know? doing any wilderness stuff, whether it's moose, elk, Vicky, that's a great point. Right. You've got your, you've got your phone with you everywhere. I mean, come on. 
take yeah. photos and, you know, your, your and latitude and longitude, yeah. longitude mark it down. Mark it down. So down. when you get back to camp or you get back to, you know, to, to, the, to, to the, the office, Division of Wildlife office, you can show them right there everything yeah and say here's where our carcass lays there here's what it looks like before here's what it looks like after i mean there's so many little details mm-hmm. that a lot of people don't pay attention to. i mean you don't want to think that you have to cya you know but you do don't it. want to have to cover your butt you, you absolutely yeah. have to yeah but it, what does it take you a couple extra minutes to go ahead and do that because in that way should there ever a, a something arise you have the proof to say look at this is where i shot him this is where he fell here he is laying here this is his whole carcass. This is all we left. The only thing we left was the innards and a rib cage. I mean, everything else comes out. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah, that's smart. Yeah. Well, yeah. and the other thing, let's let's face it. We all we all deal with it. You know, you'll always get someone that, that thinks what we're doing is wrong. Well, it's sure nice to show them a photo of say, what well, really, really, yeah. we're doing something wrong. Look at look right. what yeah, we took off this animal. Right. Yeah. That's what we that's left. Smart. And anything that we left is really going to, to you know to, to to for wild other wildlife right. well you know but, what and, and honestly for the gps coordinates we actually here in colorado before we moved out here you and i we had landowner tags um out east here in colorado remember mm-hmm. and yeah. then we had we took the heads because they asked to take the heads and to check for cwd and we did but when we every every time we shoot anything we always mark it on our Rocket. gps always yeah yeah. So we took it in and the guy that had accepted the heads at the game at the division, um, yep. at the division of wildlife there at the state park is the state park that t- would take it, the heads in for CWD checking for their heads. Um, he had actually written down a wrong number on the coordinates of yes. where I shot my music. Yeah. So like six months later, I get a phone call from game and fish here in Colorado and they want to know what, well, this is a landowner tag. And my understanding is, is your GPS coordinates, isn't on that land. And I'm like, wow. what? So, you know, I'm, I'm pulling up, you know, I'm pulling up the app on my phone and I'm looking and I'm like, these are the coordinates that I have so that copy. I gave. And I took a screenshot of it and I sent it to the guy and he goes, Oh, no issue. Oh, okay. No worries. He goes, it must've been written down wrong. Yeah. But there you go. right there, that tells you they are paying attention to stuff like that. And thankfully I had that. I yeah, especially so, high profile people like y'all. Yeah. Like, I mean, they might. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, here, here's the good thing to tell everybody. Stop trying to be that 15 minutes of fame and pay more, a little bit more attention of covering your butt in yeah. all that we do well, out and, there. And, and it's not a matter of covering your butt, but do the right thing. No, no, that's and what I'm saying. Yeah, but document that you did the right thing. Document it. That's it. Document it all. Because yeah. eventually, honestly, when you get back and let's say, you know, we're too old to do what we're doing. You have all that, all of that stuff you can, you know, share with the family and the kids and, and say, here, here's what grandpa and grandma did, or, you know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But guys, and, that, huh. I was going to say, and we even, we always either film or take photos of us cutting our tags. Yes. Cause there's a lot all of the places time, that you don't have to call to check in the animal, but we still show that we cut the tag. Yeah. yeah Just another not? CYA. Why not? Mm-hmm. Well, I'll, I'll tell you one thing about, uh, about, you know, Filming and TV on especially stuff like moose and elk. I, you see this a lot is when we get clients up, they, they see those moments of like <laughs> how oh, you shooting it at five feet. And then Ralph walking in with a, with a, a canoe paddle and like shooting at 14 <laughs> yards and all this stuff. And then like the weather's bad and moose hunting. Oh yeah. You guys know if it gets hot or whatever, oh, like, done. Or windy or whatever, yep. like moose hunting sucks. Yeah. Like, it's it so hard. It can go from great to terrible just the with the, shift the weather. And, and like, and the hunters are like, well, Ralph and Vicky, you know, they killed all their stuff like easy. And this is really hard. Mm-hmm. I, I think this area must be terrible. And how do you guys, how do we, how do we do, how do we take care of that? Here's real simple. <laughs> and, and this is for everyone listening and everyone who views us, who's viewed us forever. We've always said this. You are watching the best 22 minutes of could be a 14 to a 21 day wilderness. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to sit there and watch us sitting in a tent, a two man nylon pouring. tent, yeah. pouring rain or fog up on the coast because we were brown bear bunting and we couldn't even walk 50 yards because you couldn't see. You, you, you know what I mean? Yes. Now, yeah. And when we've done shows like yes, we've we done have shows where yeah. we've gone yeah. to places and been like, you know what? 
it's not because the game's not here, but the weather didn't participate. That mm-hmm. is all we can do. If, if it's fog, if you're fogged in in a tent in Alaska, you're done. You're, you, you're not going to go anywhere because you're going to get lost. I mean, people and there's don't no film to be had. Right, yeah. right. Right. You know, it, it's like yeah. when, the, when the sun finally comes out, you're celebrating, yeah. but now you've lost, you know, a few, three days, four days of your hunt and you're, you're behind schedule trying to figure out how to find the animals and to get onto them again. I mean, it, it's part of the hunt, the weather, you cannot yeah. change the weather and you just got to deal with well, it. And, and the other thing here is, is, you know, because we've been blessed to do this for as long as we have, um, you know, we were one of the first ones to ever show a complete show without shooting an animal. Right. We showed the adventure. We showed the ups really? and the downs yeah. we, and, 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 and Wade and everybody that, you I'm know, Wade, Wade said he, he couldn't believe how many calls he got and emails because they were just thanking him for being real. Yeah. You, you, you know what I mean? And, and that's, yeah. and, and Alan, to, to get back to what you were saying is you're spot on. And you, you know, the, granted there are, and Vicky's part of it. So have I been, so have you, you know, Evan, we've all been there where, your first day of a hunt, you walk out and it happens. Oh, and, and, and it's great. Thing. Yeah. Yes. It's a beautiful yeah. thing. And you do you, you <laughs> not pass up the first day, what you would not the last. There you go. And, <laughs> and for everyone you get done on the first day, you're going to take a hunt to the last day. Oh, absolutely. Like, like it's going yes. to come full circle. Yeah. yeah. And there's going to be, there's going to be more hunts that you don't fill a tag. That's right. There are. Yes. Yeah. There, I mean, that's, that's why we hunt. If it was a slam dunk, really? Would you enjoy it as much? No. Now, don't get me wrong. We want to go out and create opportunity. And let me say that again, create opportunity. See, because a lot of times, yeah, like you, when you're guiding, buddy, you, you know, they're like, oh, you know, man, and clients could be your best friend and your worst enemy. And you find yeah. out real quick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If someone's real <laughs> negative from day one, you really want to choke them, <laughs> you know, yeah. after about day yeah. three, you want to put them, you know, put their yeah. head under the, in, in the Creek and say, listen, we're hunting. We're not behind a fence. So, you know, this ain't a 50 acre little pen that we're shooting something. I mean, this, we are trespassing in their land. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so right. everything well, it's what makes to- it beautiful. The fact that like the fact Absolutely. that moose hunting actually is really hard a lot of the time Yeah, when yes. those moments, when it's incredible, it, you, you appreciate it for that reason. If it weren't like, you know, you wouldn't appreciate yeah. it if it weren't rare. No, you're right. You're right. I mean, we, we have been blessed to go up to the Yukon and, and shoot some moose up there. We've hunted Everywhere. them up a new fee in Ontario. You know I mean? We put in for draws all the States around here, but I'm pretty sure that we will yeah, never draw a tag around here, but yeah. you know, it, it's still on the, out of all the animals. I think it's a matter of moose and the area that you hunt them. It's like one of my favorite, if not favorite plate hunts things to do. Oh, nice. I mean, I love bear hunting too, but the moose hunting up in, up in the wilderness like that, that's just, you can't top that, you know, you're walking around and you're, and just those animals are just so big. And I do like the bear. I love bear hunting too. I'm not going to lie. I love bear hunting. They're just a cool animal. They're just a cool yeah. animal. And like when we're going to Saskatchewan a little bit here, um, you know, it's going to be up in the middle of nowhere again. And that, I think that's a big draw of what we love to do is the wilderness. up in the wilderness stuff. I mean, I love elk hunting. I love mule deer hunting. I love whitetail hunting, turkey hunting, is there okay <laughs> past just, the time in the spring get a little vocal right yeah. for bear hunting so you there know you but honestly i mean you go to those northern hunts and you hunt moose with your bow or a rifle or bear hunting i mean it's just there's something up there i think yeah. anywhere the you can go and you don't yeah yeah anywhere you can go and not have service mm-hmm. i like yeah. yeah yeah or you have to go to the in reach yeah. Yes. Which That's, is which a we love our phenomenal yes. tool. Oh, oh my man. gosh. So yeah. Yes. Uh, we used to have sat phone. We, you know yeah. what I mean? And Vicky and I, and, and you, Oh, you, you know, it was funny because when you mentally years and years ago, when you had a sat phone, you call anywhere. Bull crap. <laughs> you, yeah. you know what I mean? You still yeah. had a hike up here. You had to go over here. You, mm-hmm. or don't turn your head. You, you yeah. know what I mean? Because you had service here. And you get so frustrated. Yeah. Hail reaches no. are so great. In reaches. Yeah. I, I still carry both, but, but yeah, yeah the, the in reach is the go-to, you know, yeah. it is well, guys. This is awesome. I, I, I don't know anybody listening to this. If they haven't been to the North country to Alaska, <laughs> Northwest territories, n- Northern Saskatchewan, where all these places, the Yukon, Northern BC, it, it's just, 
it's an incredible experience. Anything you're hunting up there, it's not just the critter you're hunting, but it's the country you're in. It's just, it's unbelievable. And the feeling it gives you of the isolation and the independence and those things that you have to feel to, to survive up there. It's just, it's incredible. So I, I, I imagine you, you've planted some seeds today in, in moose for moose hunting and just being in the North in general, I really appreciate this. It was a very, you guys, I love, I love, uh, podcast where, um, like, I don't feel like I have to do any work to keep it entertaining. Like, <laughs> you guys just carry the show. I mean, that, that was very fun listening to you guys. So well, uh, thanks. Really Thank you. Yeah. Well, and real quick too, cause we just did a podcast with Justin Schaefer. So Alaska moose is a DIY opportunity for guys. So yes. what, what would you guys recommend with your experience moose hunting? For the guy that realizes that I can go get a moose tag in Alaska and just go, what are what are some of the things that you would recommend for those guys getting ready to maybe partake on their first adventure moose hunting? All right. Years ago, when I first started doing a lot of the do-it-yourself stuff, um, we didn't have the internet. Back then, there was no such thing. That's a so, long time ago. Those yeah. was when they were still bricks yeah. and stones. But I would have to chisel for the information. <laughs> I would call divisions of wildlife in the in the units or the areas. You know what I mean? And we would try to talk to the local game wardens um, and try to find out how to, you know, cow to bull ratios or, you know, or bull to cow ratio, you know, whatever you're looking for. And, and now but, with the Internet, now the Internet there, and all the states are doing yeah, the, the research. Check your time. regs. And again, check your regs like Alaska bone in man. You, so you, you understand that you're creating a lot of physical labor that you may not be used to. So yes. get prepared for that prior to it. Please just don't go think, oh, hell, I saw it on TV or I watched a YouTube thing and, and I could go, I could do that and not be prepared for it. Your equipment, your equipment, you have to understand it ain't a white tailed deer hunt. No, it ain't jumping from the ATV, UTV or, or the truck walking 150 yards, get, you know, tying your rope and yanking your boat, your hoik back up and, you know, in the tree stand, your, your equipment has to be wilderness ready. And so do you mentally and physically, you, you know, it, mentally is a really wilderness, you, you know, good, good example. Years ago, when we started sheep hunting, what someone told us, uh, small steps, small climb. Yep. Small steps. Be, because otherwise you mentally beat yourself mm. up and you stop, you, you, you fatigue yourself mentally as well as physically, and you just beat yourself up. So, so again, getting in the right psych, get, getting your head in, in into it, you know, and, and your equipment, make sure it's all tested and true. Right. And, and, you know, be ready to be wet the entire time in the last. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Uh, I, I mean, yeah. be, you know, you're going to be, it, Your it, conditions it, can mentally wear you down. Uh, I mean, and, and the big thing, I mean, go back to the mental thing. I mean, we know people that are in that work out all the time and they went on a hunt and they came home. They mm -hmm. wanted, they, they wanted nothing to do mm -hmm. with it. It's big country out there. It's, it's a yeah. mind game and mm -hmm. you have to be mental for it. You have to be ready for it because if you're not, it's going to win you over and you're going to give up and you're going to come home. You're going to call, whoever brought you out there, whether it's like Toke air or someone yeah. like that, you know, someone that just yeah. drops you in the middle of nowhere, or if it's just a, a guide service that does a DUI and just drops you off, pick you up and you're trying to call them or text them and tell them to come and get me day two, because you can't handle it. It's big country and be ready for all of it. Be ready that, you know, if you're going to go up with your bow, make sure you have something else to back you up because there are bears up there too. I mean, there's a lot of things that you really need to, to get yourself ready for up there. And here's the other thing I think that we've been fortunate enough to learn all these years. Years ago, I had no money, still don't have much, <laughs> but, but I would, I would stretch everything I had to go on that hunt. I, I've learned that I would rather say, you know what, instead of going this year, put a little bit more away just to have that security for God forbid you need to call to get flown out or, or something, mm -hmm. something that it doesn't, it doesn't financially destroy you for the next 20 years of your life. You, you, you know what I mean? So if, if, if your budget is on, on a do it yourself, Alaska trip, let's say you, you put five and $5,000 a lot of money, don't think, but you put 5,000 down and that's all you got. I would tell you, Hey, listen, wait till next year, put another 2,500 down, you know, or you, you know, hold, hold on to a little bit more. 
because there's going to be things that just pop up that you didn't prepare for financially. And it could make you so miserable and cost you for the long haul. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, and, and then another thing, which it's going to sound like I'm trying to make a sponsor's plug here. It's not, we do not have anything to do with global rescue, but it's an insurance. It's a travel insurance. So we haven't done much traveling the last three years. So we haven't done it, but now with, with us doing the, the different hunts, the Saskatchewan up North in the middle of nowhere, we're going to South Africa, BC later this fall. You know I mean? We have all these big hunts planned again, global rescue for a family package. And and that's including all the extra stuff in there. Okay. It it's like $1,200 for the year. Okay. You can do it. You don't have to do it for a whole year, but should something happen, on a You're hunt like out. that, and you need to get air backed out. It's going to save your savings a lot. Oh. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it's just a yeah. benefit. It's just it's a just in case. And heaven forbid, I don't ever want to have to use it, but it's well worth it. And and, and understand that again your pack. You're going to turn around and you're going to you're going to write you're going to see a checklist from whether the 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 aviation company or someone you talked to that had done this before, and you're going to write this list down. And you're going to then put everything in your pack and you're going to weigh it. You're going to go, holy crap, man. I, I, you know, I never had an 85 pound pack on my back. So the next Mm -hmm. thing you realize is, well, I don't, you know what? I don't need this. I don't need this. You will pack probably six to eight times prior to your first wilderness hunt. (laughs) And you will find out that your pack started at a hundred and it's going to be about 58 to 65 pounds yeah. when it's all said and done and you're con- 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 condense everything, you know, today's equipment, apparel, everything has got so techy and so great. The bottom line here is have a, gr- have a great pair of long johns, you know, whether high tech or what long johns, Marine two wool. pair of wool socks, one you're going to wear, one can always be hanging dry. And uh, you, you know what I mean? Simple yep. little things that you'll cut that list down and down. I don't know if anybody out there's ever heard of wiggies. Oh my gosh. Love them. They're little booties that go all the way. Well, hell I use them for chest waders, but most people just cover up, you know, <laughs> cover up their hips. It's, it's like, uh, doesn't, even think of, doesn't even weigh a pound. Yeah. yeah. You roll them up. So then you can wear your regular hiking boots, not worrying about waders everywhere you go. If you need to cross streams and stuff like that. I mean, there's a whole bunch of different things you can yeah, do just, that get you ready for that trip. You, you, you know, so, so, so go through your checklist, do it three or four times, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 times. See what I mean? Weigh your packs and whatever you think you're going to, you, you know, you, you're going to want, you're going to find out, you're going to be down to what you need. Yeah. Nice. Like Definitely. That. And a lot of this is like experience over the years that you gain. And I, I think that there's a progression. Um, you know, if, if, if you're, if all you've done is whitetail hunting, the first step might not be the hundred mile solo float trip. Yeah. No, like you may start with a Western elk hunt or a Sitka blacktail deer yes. hunt or something like that. And yeah. then, and then you learn, right. And then you, you I, keep making progression, you get more and more confident. And you, when you talk about people breaking mentally, a lot of that just comes with experience. They put themselves in a little bit too much of an uncomfortable situation right. that they weren't ready right. for. But had they started with maybe a baby step into wilderness hunting, then they, you know, they wrap their head around it, you know, uh, great stuff, guys. Great stuff. Appreciate you guys. Very, it's fun to you all. Evan. Evan us. Yes. Good show. Hey, anything else we need? I love it. I love it. So, um, real quick, because we didn't get it on air as we were kind of pre-planning your guys' schedule for the next four months because there's some tags that have been drawn since we last talked yes we have to cancel our bird hunt so what do we have going on basically from here forward so right now so we're heading to saskatchewan in a few weeks and i want everyone we're we're not bragging okay no yeah we're blessed to do this you know i mean and we drew tags and we didn't draw tags and you never know what your fall is going to look like until all the tags you guys know that you guys get it i mean it's just you can put in but then you got to wait and see um Honestly, so we're going to South Africa and we've been there before. We actually went there on our honeymoon 30 years ago. So, but anyways, what's, Here's what's really cool. cool about RJ, 
is taking his point. No, but this is so cool. RJ's going for a take off. That's why he gets put behind the camera first. I love it. It's just, you know, because I had taken a couple. Vicky had taken one, and now it's RJ. It's so up. So so Fricky actually, the outfitter, the the professional hunter, we're going down there with Fricky to Toy Safaris. In 93, Ralph shot his first Cape Buffalo with Fricky with his bow. With his bow. In 2014, we went back down with Fricky and I shot my Cape Buffalo with my Hoyt also. So last year, Fricky goes, well, RJ's 22 and he can draw. He's got big, long arms. He should have to shoot his Buffalo with me as well. So that's yep. what's going to happen. He's been shooting his bow. It's 80 something pounds. He is like set and ready. Thanks to, to Evan. Go. Thanks to Evan. Yes. Evan helped him get that 80. Because he couldn't uh, get it to work. Seventy-nine and a half wasn't yeah, doing. Yeah, that. remember that? Yes, yeah, no. And the kid's got like this draw length that's insane. And now he's got um the Easton Big Game, right? What are they? Yeah, dangerous game. Dangerous yeah. game. Dangerous games. Yep. So he is he is set and ready to go. So we're doing that. And then what we just found out, like tag wise, is um we both have Wyoming elk. Ralph and I do that both RJ, RJ and Aubrey, they didn't draw Wyoming elk, but they may draw deer, but the deer population Wyoming. So we're not going to, you guys know the winner. Yeah, yeah. We're not sure. Yeah. It's, it's been rough. Yeah. Yeah. I have a Utah. New Mexico elk archery yeah. tag. Mm-hmm. Ralph drew a Utah elk archery tag. So September is going to be very busy and um, hunting here in Colorado. Yeah, and hunting where we live, live yeah. is, it's over it's the counter archery. So you guys have an insane have- schedule. But oh my gosh! Yeah, and they're going to be out hunting September. I'm going to be hunting off their back deck. <laughs> you know, yeah, buddy, you're welcome saying, anytime. We I'm know just that. Saying, you know, it, it's kind of crazy around here. I'm not lying. You know, RJ is um, heading up not with his Hoyt, but he's heading goat. up to northern BC um, for mountain goat. His true first, first mountain hunt. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. And the kids, yep. Evan, the kid, you'd be proud of him. The kids at five thirty every morning. He's lifting. He's Working running. Out, he's body, he's yeah. got his pack. He's and, and it's go. so cool because yeah. I'm reliving what I did. You, you know what I mean? Yep. And it, but at a, at a much taller version. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Only, only by what? Every two feet? A, yes. Yeah, at least a foot mm-hmm. now. Thanks. It's, yeah. it's, <laughs> he's big. He's a tall yeah, kid. Because sure. RJ's six one, two, he's, six two. He's six, he's, he's, yeah. He won't say he's yeah. six two. He'll tell you he's six one, but I'm sure he's got yeah, he is. at this point. Yeah. yeah. He's he's just a big kid. And I, let's just I, I'm not five two. All right. Let's be clear about that. Close I am not quite five, five, five six. Yeah. Hey, hey, I, I get it. My brother is six three. Oh. I'm I'm five eight, five nine. Depends on the convenience store I'm walking out of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I look we're, at those two. I do. Oh my god! And we also drew Kansas whitetail. Yeah, yeah. We got Kansas nice. whitetail oh. too. So we'll be back in Illinois. We'll be back in Illinois hunting. Kentucky, hunting. Alabama, Florida. Um, yeah, we. Oh, and now you're bragging. Taking, now you're bragging. RJ's taking, RJ's taking Rafe to Newfie. Yeah, from Browning. Yeah, so oh, that's, cool. that'll yeah. be a great hunt for them. And Aubrey drew a Colorado third season deer tag yeah. and a cow elk tag. So. She's going to be busy at nice. home too. So yeah, I mean, yeah, we've got a crazy year planned. Who good for you guys. Who are you hunting Kansas with? J and M whitetails. Steven J and M. Okay. Yeah. Good yep. people. Out South Great of, family operation. Yeah, Love them. Granola tech or granola, Kansas, Kansas, just South of Wichita. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a uh, mm-hmm. unit 12, right? It is. You're right. That is the unit we are. Not yeah. Bad, there, there are no. some, there are some. He's probably got the map now. There. He's got the map right in front of him. So let's not give him that <laughs> much. Nope. 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 Evan's yeah, a Kansas no. boy. Aren't I, you Evan? Yep. Yeah. I grew up out there. Um, yeah, yeah. There's a couple units. I don't exactly have pinned down where they're at, but um, I've got a good buddy that I met through my boss when I was working in the shop. He's got a, he's got a group out of, uh, out of unit 12. Oh. So, and he's, yeah, he's usually got one to four, 200 inches running around. So. Well, that's, and we've hunted down with them two other years already. And then last year, Kansas was all jacked up and everything else like that. And like, I think half of his hunters didn't, didn't draw. draw. Yep. Yeah, so, no, Kansas is terrible to draw right now. Yep. Yeah. But we both drew, yeah. so I don't know how that happened. Yeah. Yep. We both drew, so we're going to take it. Yeah, we're excited. Yeah, yeah and no, uh, of, the, of the eight guys I've talked to in the last couple last what week and a half yeah only only one is drawn so oh. you guys you guys make three total did i pick oh, wow did you draw out okay so yeah. four okay yeah. yeah no last year i know it was kind of the same way because usually 
one of us would draw, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. either one of us drew last year mm-hmm. and now this year we both have. Them. So that's, that's pretty cool. Oh We're yeah. Excited. So you guys had yeah. a point coming into this year. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Yep. Mm-hmm. I, get, I get it solo to myself this year. Nobody in my camp drew none. Oh, wow. Jeez. So dang. Look at him smile. <laughs> I saw the smile. He's like, gosh, yep. darn it. Yeah. No one else is going to be there. How, how do you do that? Oh, shucks. So well, sorry. And, and I, there was a number of years because we were starting to lose some ground guys were selling stuff off. We had guys coming in leasing stuff. So the amount of access that we had was starting to, to get reduced. So I literally walked away from everything we were doing and I started hunting mule deer instead of whitetail to kind of ease the pressure off and have got the whitetail bug the last couple of years. And yeah, now I get everything to myself for a year. Wow. That's nice. Hey, no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. He will. All, all the trips we're talking about, the bottom line here is we, we hope all the listeners, you know, have a great season, no matter what, right. you, you, you know what I mean? And, and yeah. don't think, don't, don't make it a competition, man. Just go out and enjoy it and shoot what you consider what you know, a trophy, you yeah. know, a trophy in each person the in the eyes of the eyes Every of the doe tag I can get my hands on. Yes. Hell yes. Yes. That, that's but, what we're, that's what we miss here in Colorado now. Cause yeah. Illinois, we had unlimited archery doe tags. Oh, like like yeah. we could just keep filling freezers left and right. And here we can't even get a doe tag. So. Nope. No, I hear you on the trophies, the eye of the beholder, Ralph. And I I understand why you, why you say that, because then you can actually say that some of your stuff is bigger than Vicky's because in your eyes, it is. It is. That's right. And I need that. Yeah. I need all the freaking help I can get because no matter what, it just, it is, it is what it is. Yeah. Well, especially as short as his arms are, he can't get as far away from the animal for pictures. Evan with the short jokes. He's wow. full of them, isn't he? Okay. Here, I'm right there with you, Ralph. All right, brother. Thank you. Yep. Here, here's the bottom line. At least my feet hit the ground, okay? It don't Absolutely. matter. That's, That's no right. No All right, guys. It was a pleasure. Thanks, Thanks guys. Again. Appreciate it so much. Again. Thanks, everyone. Right. Thank you, Bye-bye. guys.